Before today's episode, let's talk about Vigit. Vigit is the number one app in the App Store for any sports fan or sports better in the world. Download today and use the code It's Just Money for a thousand free coins. When you get in the app, you can then utilize things to play like their free to play sports book and their fantasy betting leagues. We have a fantasy betting league. To get in that, use the passcode WIN393. We can track your picks. You can track our picks. It's such a great app to interact with each other, see each other's picks, see who's got the most coins, and then you can exchange them for prizes such as $25, $50, and $100 Amazon gift cards when you hit a certain level. It's a great app. We cannot recommend it enough, but you can't use it and play it unless you download it. So download today. Use the code It's Just Money when you first sign up for a thousand free coins. Let's get on there. Let's use it. It's the best app in the world. Quote me on that. I promise you it is. Let's go. And I never ask my clients to judge me on my winners. I ask them to judge me on my losers because I have so few. I won't change my mind on anything, regardless of the facts that are set out before me. And that's all there is to it. Just another fat fuck walking out of the casino with a suitcase. All right, we're back in studio. It is Tuesday night, back on schedule. Uh, let's recap our weekends. I think they went decently well. Uh, we have an NBA bone to pick that we must talk about. But other than that, let's recap our weekends. Shafe will lead off. Let's go. Oh, wow. I get a lead off this week. Awesome. So lead off last week. Yeah, you I, did. Oh, okay. Well, it might be my turn from now on. Anyway. Memory loss. Yeah. Uh, decent weekend uh, as far as NFLs goes. I kind of tried to get bold and f- uh, fade the public. Obviously, the Ravens and the Rams both kind of made me look stupid. However, I do think Green Bay is very good. We're going to get into that later. As far as college basketball is concerned, I did really well. I think I won five at one five in a row at one point. If you guys followed me on Twitter, uh, those picks I gave to you guys, we were 4-0 in uh, college basketball, but we were sadly 0-2 in my NBA picks last week. Uh, yeah, like the NBA is hard. It's very hard, and uh, I'm really glad that we still have s- uh, about four or five months left because we're gonna figure it out whether that be fading the public or player props or over unders. We will somewhat figure it out. By figuring it out, I mean winning like well, that's four out of every ten bets. We're gonna go four and six. I mean, that's not great, but we're gonna have fun doing it. And we're gonna feel good when we fucking win those bets. Four out of ten. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. What is well, the thought process? Breaking right a little there? less you, than even on NBA, I would say if that's you're, not if good. You're, NBA is hard. It's, it's very hard. hard. Okay, it's very let's hard. talk about the bone now. Uh, last night, as a group, except for Shafe, we collectively took LeBron it James. It was a trap. LeBron James and Steph Curry, the two best players in the world, to combine for over seven and a half three pointers. Right? That's a no brainer. Five, no, five, not. four, maybe from Steph, then you get three from LeBron. LeBron loves to fucking pump fake. Fuck that guy. <laughs> they combined for five. Four. They combined for they combined for five. The last three they made was Steph's dagger to put him up by five with like a minute left. We were chasing that for such a long time. <laughs> they did stung. not make eight three-pointers between the both of them. Steph, Steph Fuck was, the NBA. Steph was three of 14. That was not, that was hard to watch. Yeah, the best shooter in the world. You can make 103 in a row in a video for Twitter, but you can't make fucking eight. <laughs> In a game? It's almost like off nights or they don't exist. They or don't, not, they're not allowed. Weren't the Lakers like eight and a half point favorites? Yeah, they, they were. were but and they lose. The Warriors are scrappy, though. They're scrappy this year. They got a lot of young guys who play Everybody really besides hard. Steph Curry is. That was a joke. Okay, fuck the NBA. Keep going. <laughs> uh, 
I had a pretty good weekend. I did a lot of player props and things like that that ended up boosting my units uh, more than it would have if I was betting regular stuff over his unders and things like that. I did have Mike Evans to score first touchdown. Shout out Mike Evans. Thanks for that one, buddy. <laughs> as well as Devontae Adams. So those are two that really worked out well for me. I had also the under in the NFC title game, which worked out really well as well. So, I mean, not a bad weekend, not a great weekend. Um, I'm having a good time betting the NHL. I'm probably not going towards the NBA anymore. I just no. doesn't interest me too no. much. So I'm still one zero in NHL. Haven't lost yet. Home shave, <laughs> never lost. <laughs> so that's. I mean, then I think you're missing out. Four. Yeah. He'd rather win four six NBA bets than win another NHL bet. You're right. I just it's, it's my league. I don't. I, I don't. I don't really care. It's you're, my league. It's your league to the point where you have a losing record in it. I just don't want to hear you guys bitching about the league. And complaining about there's no defense. I mean, it's why you have money on it. Why you it have money brutal. on it? It's hard to watch the NBA. Man. Don't put your money on it if you're gonna bad talk my league. No, your league. I, why do you claim it? It's so because bad to watch. No, there's he like claims me. it so much that he doesn't even have a favorite team. Oh my god. Okay. Oh. I'm not gonna get into that. Uh-oh. I, I made. He follows one player, I, and then they blow their knee out, and he has to pick another one. It's a it's a player uh, favored <laughs> league by many fans, and I'm one of very 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 few fans. Who do you like in now? The Who's your team right now? My franchise is Minnesota. <laughs> and they're horrible. They're horrible. You a franchise. Wait, wait D Rose. D Rose doesn't play for him. No, I know. That's my team, and my my guys, John Morant slash. Derrick Rose kind of fading. Do you own a piece of Minnesota Timberwolves gear? Yes, I do. I do. We can go upstairs. He has a hat. He has a hat. I have two shirts. Does it fit? Lifelong guy. Um, Does it fit? No, hey, I'm waiting for Kansas City to get a team. That's going to be my team. I don't even. I haven't even heard speculation on that. So you're just saying that? Kansas City has a higher chance of being an NHL team than they do an NBA team. They're adding two new franchises in the NBA. They're going to go to Kansas. Let's I see think Kansas. Kansas. I think I don't hey, know. Seattle. It's Seattle for sure. And then, like, Vegas, Kansas City. I don't know. Okay. Of, but. Tell me why I Google Kansas City NBA franchise immediately to the Kings. Because <laughs> that's what it used to be, the Kansas City Kings. What? They, so used to have, they used to have an NBA team there. JP, you don't know the NBA? Fuck. Hey, it's <laughs> funny. ABA. Hey, no, Omaha boy himself. They used to actually be the Omaha, Omaha Kings. Races, right? No, Omaha Kings. No, then they were the Kansas City Kings. And yeah. then they were kind of both, and they weren't. Yeah. A, I don't were, watch. Dogs so they yet. used to have an NBA they were team. ABA. And they're gonna get one again. It says ABA. But it's well, the what, ABA. What the, the hell is the ABA? Before the ABA, semi-pro Jackie Moon. That was the ABA. That's a movie. I didn't think it was a real thing. I'm not that's how. About. That's how they actually got in the, the NBA. The Spurs and the Nuggets. Well, yeah. couldn't be any worse than the NBA. <laughs> no, it was uh, we don't like watching the NBA. That's that we'll finalize with that. Schaefer changes teams every year. Uh, he's a Minnesota Timberwolves franchise guy right now. Not the team, the franchise. Uh, but thank God for hockey. Iowa because What? Iowa Wolves franchise. What is I that? I support the I- That's our D-League team. Oh. They're not the Iowa? D-League. It's the G-League. 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 Franchise. Used to be the energy. What's the G? Shout out Nick for? Nurse. Gatorade. <laughs> They sponsored it. I didn't even know. It's a cool movie. We're just trying to make money. Fuck you, Parks. <laughs> Welcome right. back We're to fine. the Morocco One Boy <laughs> <laughs> Uh Anyway, uh, thank God for the NHL because if we didn't have it or I didn't have it, it should be the V League. What's oh, that? Viagra League. <laughs> 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 All right, now we made the, our way to genitals, so let's move on. 
Uh, yeah, no, if I didn't have the NHL, I'd be fucked right now. I can't bet the NFL to save my life. Spreads are so hard. Player props. My boosted player props didn't hit. They all went to JP and Reese this week, which is fine. Throw them a bone once in a while. Uh, but thank God for hockey because hockey's been rolling. Picks have been rolling. So make sure you're following along with JP and I. And then later in the show, little teaser, we're going to make Reese and Shave pick a team and tell you why they picked their NHL team. And we're going to watch hockey because <laughs> that's to, what we I, do. I have to give a reason? Yo, yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, okay. Not, not a franchise. Pick real. a fucking team. <laughs> pick a team, not a franchise. <laughs> Seattle Kraken coming soon. That would have been a great pick, but they're deciding not to. All right. Let's dive in to the NFL. Obviously, huge conference title games this weekend. It's weird saying conference. I always think I'm talking about college. Conference title games this weekend. Let's go to the NFC, Tampa Bay and Green Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay rolls in 13 and a half, and they are, oh, my God, 13 and a half. 13 and five. There we go. We're good. Yeah, we're good. It's Tuesday. Uh, they're 13 and five, and they're 10 and eight against the spread. Green Bay is 14 and three, and they are 11 and six against the spread. Tampa Bay is a three and a half point underdog in this game. The total is 50 and a half, and if you're betting Tampa Bay to win it, they're plus 155. What are you guys doing? You go first. All right. I was going to say, out of all the teams that played last weekend from all the games that I've watched, in my personal opinion, I think Green Bay looked the best out of every team in the league. Reminder, I have them in the snake draft. Book it down. <laughs> That's a great pick because they, teaser, they might be my Super Bowl favorite. However, their defense looked very good last week. I know that we know the Rams' offense isn't fantastic. Jared Goff's not fantastic. But... This offense picked apart that Rams defense and looked very, very impressive doing it. Shout out to my Iowa State boy, Alan Lazard. He was finding Lazard. He was finding Adams. Rodgers was picking apart that defense, which I think has a better defense than Tampa Bay. However, Tampa Bay did play very, very well last week. If their defense didn't play that well, forcing four turnovers, they weren't going to win that football game. So I just think that Green Bay has a better offense. They got they pressured Goff on defense 31 times. That's the most in Sean McVay's coaching career with the Rams. I don't know. I just think in Lambeau, they've won nine of their last ten. Uh, snow expected. I believe it was 43%. And I don't want to talk about, oh, Tom Brady in the snow because the dude played in New England for his entire career. So snow is not going to be a factor. However, I think there's a different element when Green Bay – you're in the snow. I think it's more juice to them. I don't think it's going to downgrade Brady's play. So I think Green Bay, Lambeau Field, Sunday afternoon, by three points, I think that's that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, looking at this game, you kind of, a lot of people think back to that regular season meeting where Tampa Bay won 38-10. Um, Green Bay only got 94 yards rushing in that game, and it looked a lot different on Sunday against a better team. So I think looking at a team progressing throughout weeks and weeks and weeks. I think Green Bay is like your stereotypical team that started out a certain way and has gotten better as the year has gone. Especially in the run game. Yeah, and that, and it didn't need to happen because Aaron Rodgers has shown he can do it by himself, but it just makes him better to have a running game with him. So A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones, and Jamal Williams are a three-headed monster that can help out a ton. And I think that they have a chance to really run the ball well against that uh, Tampa Bay defense, but that does have pieces that they can use um, to slow them down. But I think you've seen in a lot of weeks that Tampa Bay has issues on the defensive side of the ball, and especially through the air where this team does have one of the best to ever do it. So you're, yeah, as I say, you're not going to force Aaron no. Rodgers for four turnovers. Just no. not, not, not a chance in hell. Yeah, experience. I mean, looking at you have Ndamukong Sue and JPP both on the defensive line and, for and Tampa Levante Bay. David. Yeah, don't forget that's. 
really good. JPP, yeah. JPP. <laughs> um, and it's a, it, those two have made uh, a lot of quarterbacks have a hell of a time staying comfortable in the pocket. But I think this week will be a little bit different. I think they can adjust. If anybody can adjust in the NFL, it's Aaron Rodgers. So I do like the Packers. I don't think, like Schaefer said, the snow is going to matter. The cold is going to matter. Tom's used to it. Maybe some of the other players will make, take warm-ups not being used to it. But once the game starts, it's not going to matter because it's that big of a game. So I would take Green Bay in this one. Comfortable with three yeah. and a half? Um, no. Especially in bad weather, cold weather, snow. Three and a half. And a half. So Point I back. would have to take yeah. three. Yeah. And yeah. I would not lay this till late. I'd wait just to see what the weather does. You want to see a lot of different things and like different things might play out within the week within you know players going on maybe there's a covid test that happens things like i would wait to play the game but i would lean green bay right now i would say don't rely on the their first meeting either i mean no. obviously if last week proved anything the saints beat the uh, bucks killed the bucks twice this year and that didn't mean shit so tell me a positive stat you're welcome i said that yeah 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 me? Yeah, you. <laughs> You're the stats guy. <laughs> he just said it. He didn't say my name. I don't know. I got confused. Tell me, Reese. Packers are 5-1 against the spread in their last six home playoff games. That sounds positive for me. I like that. I'm not going to give you a pick, however, because I have a par lock for you this weekend. A You're welcome lock. in advance. Yeah, it's a par lock. I just I invented it's the word. word. Probably didn't invent it, but I'm going to use it. I have a par lock for you, so you have to wait for my pick. It includes this game. Uh, I think you know where it's going, uh, but I love the Packers as well. Let's go on. Uh, let's go to the Bills and Chiefs. Obviously, a lot of speculation around this game. Will Patrick Mahomes play? Buffalo is fifteen and three, and they are twelve and six against the spread. Kansas City is fifteen and two, and they are seven and ten against the spread. Buffalo is a two and a half point underdog, still live right now. The over under is fifty three and a half, and if you're betting Buffalo to win it, they're plus one twenty five. Also, I don't know if people know this, but Gabriel Davis, a decently big receiver for the Bills is questionable in this game as well. What is the move? I mean... He's not that question. It doesn't matter that much, though, because nah, when I, I had mean, him, he still, he, that dude fucking drops the ball more. You still have Diggs and Beasley. That's I'm not too worried about that. This is really a battle of who's hot against the spread right now and who's very, very cold. I Surprisingly, the the Chiefs... 7 are two, bad. The Chiefs are 2-8 and eight against the spread in their last 10. They're bad. Even though they've been not winning bad. football games... Mainly because they've been big favorites, we know this. However, the Bills are nine and one against the spread. Their defense looked absolutely phenomenal last week. In the only drive that Baltimore was driving and was going to score a touchdown, they take it for a pick six. I don't know. And here's another stat for you that I was looking at today. I mean, there hasn't been a repeated Super Bowl champion since 2003. We don't know what we're going to get out of Patrick Mahomes. I guarantee it's Tuesday. I'm saying it right now. He's going to play. But, I mean, he's battling this neck injury slash concussion, the toe injury. I don't know. I just think that this Chiefs team is kind of banged up. They barely squeaked it out against a Browns team that's hard-nosed. This Bills team's also hard-nosed. They haven't been in this position in a very, very long time, much like the Browns. The problem is, for the Chiefs, this Bills team is much more talented than uh, the Browns are. So, I don't know. I don't know if I like the money line for the Bills here. Maybe they lose on, I don't know, two or something. But I really do love the Bills at plus three. Bills at plus three from Schaefer. JP, go ahead. I would think this game is interesting for a couple reasons. You got a team that has recently come on as the new franchise in the NFL in Kansas City. 
you have the people's franchise in Buffalo that everybody wants to be good. And now they're actually here and they're playing great football. So I think this is the game to watch this weekend. I think it's better than the NFC title game. I think it's more intriguing, better storylines, everything like that. Now, question marks hit when you have Mahomes in the situation he's in. Obviously, you want him to be healthy. Everybody wants him to get um, a quick as or healed as quickly as possible. Um, Except for Schaefer. Schaefer probably hates him too. Schaefer hates the kids and he, he, he prays for injuries. Um, a mutual <laughs> but, bottom, I guess. Need You want him to be healthy for this, for the sake of himself, for the sake of the game, and for the sake of a great football game. Because you want teams at their best if you're going to play them in this situation. So I think got to watch him. That's the same as the NFC game. You got to pay attention to this injury, what his situation is. I heard he's a limited in practice tomorrow is what they're planning on doing. So they'll probably see how that goes under the concussion protocol, but he's made some strides from what I was reading today. This is interesting because you go from one environment in Buffalo that's known to be a very tough place to play to Arrowhead, which is also a tough place to play. So I don't think Buffalo will be that rattled. I know Kansas City will be very happy to be at home for this one. I don't know where to go on this game. I think well, this is a game. What do you What do you think about the over under fifty three and a half right now? I think I don't know. That, Everything points. What Reese? What he's got? I'm, he's pointing he's down. Pointing so down. Got to be a him, stat. Got to be the under. He wants oh, you to I thought he was playing under. a stat. Yeah, what is it? Reese, you you like the yeah, under? stat? Words, buddy. <laughs> under is this four podcast. and one. Under is four and one in the Chiefs' last five home games as a home favorite. I think that these Woo! are two really good offensive teams, but yeah, I mean it's the playoffs, and I don't know the un- the unders were not the play in the first round. The unders were definitely the play at least on Sunday last week. I think both AFC games unders hit. I can't remember off the top of my head if the N- NFC games hit. I don't know. I really don't. As I good think as the, the off- NFC over hit. Oh okay, yeah. both yeah. Of them. okay. But and I was gonna say. One thing to think about this: these two teams also played this year already. Kansas City won twenty six seventeen in Week Six. Rain I also heavily that. expected. So that's, I think, it's interesting. You got an AFC and an NFC title game where they both have already played within the year, and both the, actually, I like both the, losers in the game is what. We're yeah, saying. yeah, <laughs> yeah. What we're the saying. favorite in this game won the regular season matchup by nine. That doesn't. I mean, that shouldn't tell you a lot. That was Week Six. That was when the Bills were still kind of, you know, not as great as you thought they were going to be Kansas City was doing their thing but thinking about maybe Clyde Edwards or Lamb hearing things that he might have a little chance he practiced last week he didn't play against the Browns if he, they get him back that's just another cog in the machine to help that group out um it'll be interesting to watch Josh Allen if they get in a shootout and he has to keep up with Mahomes when if he's playing I mean, it's going to be a quarterback duel and I mean, that's they're why both the same player they both can step off their back foot and still huck at 70 yards it's but Insane. I think I think there's things where you've seen Kansas City's defense play really well. I think you've seen them play poorly, and I think you've seen Buffalo's kind of been a steady horse a little bit. I think they just Kansas City's been lazy all season, and you can't just shove that off to the side and say, "Oh, Bills this week, AFC Championship game, we got to lock in." I don't, I don't, I think it's gonna bite them in the ass. Is basically what I'm saying. If the Chiefs continue to be as bad as a covering team as they have been. God bless you, Reese. He just sneezed. Thank you. <laughs> uh, two and a half point favorites. If they don't cover, they're going to lose the game. So <laughs> give me... <laughs> my parlock is here. Give me Buffalo outright plus 125 with Green Bay's money line. That equals 256. Plus 256. Great payday. You're making your money back and then some. And then go ahead and lay the Packers to beat the Bills in the Super Bowl at plus 600. That's another great payday. 
So I think the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, how are you getting yeah, that what? plus 600? Oh, he's playing Futures. Future, yeah. Oh, okay. Future, the Packers to beat okay. the Bills in the Super Bowl. Does it have to be the Bills? That is, that yeah. is yeah, interesting. They have every yeah. option yeah. possible. I think that's interesting. I like that. Because the I did the same thing in the college football um, playoff. I took Clemson before their semifinal game against Ohio State at plus 375. Because that was the best odds that you were going to get for them to win that national title. Because yeah. as soon as they got to Alabama, they were not going to be plus 370 anything. No. So I think that's a good play. That's an interesting way to look at it. I think if you really have a team in here that you really like, their odds are better now than they will be in that game. So Absolutely. I would think about taking that. Um, I'll say I think we're all on the same page this week, actually. As divided as we've been the last... I like the Bills. I don't. Okay. I don't I know who I like. Mahomes honestly, plays, it'll be closer than if he doesn't. But I don't think it'll matter <laughs> in the long run. I, <laughs> I do not think it'll come. matter anyway. I think the Bills are going to win the game. I would have thought that if Mahomes is playing. I do. I haven't bought into Casey yet. They can't finish games well. The Browns had their drive to take the lead late in the game. Baker choked. The Chiefs are a good team, but Buffalo is America's team and a team of destiny. So give me the Bills outright in the parlay. Packers money line plus two fifty six. Book it. You're welcome. I would look at player props. Um, anytime to score, I'm seeing Stefan Dix minus one hundred six. That I'm that has seeing, been a, like a, almost a lock. Like he scored yeah. in his last five football games. And I'm God. seeing Travis Kelsey's minus one twenty five and Tyreek Hill minus one thirty four. So those aren't terrible pays or terrible numbers to be um, buying. I'm sure, for I'm sure. sure there'll be a boost too if you got a, a lovely yeah. DraftKings app. Yeah, shout out DraftKings. Love the boost, except for Steph Curry and LeBron. <laughs> Fuck you. Awesome and Steph. Shit. And LeBron. All right, let's take a break. We just touched on all the rest of the week's NFL games. Let's take a break. Let's go to an interview that we just had with Pamela Maldonado. We did this interview yesterday, so she says Monday. It was Monday, but you're hearing it on Wednesday or Thursday. So let's go to that interview, and then we'll come on back. <laughs> Okay, we now welcome on a very special guest. It is Pamela Maldonado. You can follow her on Twitter at PamelaM35. She is a content creator and writer for Oddshark, which is a great gambling tool for anyone out there. Pamela, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me today. Okay, to lead off, uh, we just wanted you to talk to the listeners about Oddshark, what you guys do, what you can offer to any gambler out there, and uh, what sort of advice they should be looking for. Um, so Oddshark is more of like a content center where you can find people's analysis and thought process of what it is that we're betting, why it is we're betting it. And it has a bunch of other tools like Parlay Calculator, of course, that you can find on multiple sites. But um, so stuff like that, a list of all the odds. Um, I mean, it's a great source for, uh, and we have a really good group of guys who do se- several, all, we do all sports, of course. Um, so everyone kind of has like their specialty. Um, more so for college, we have guys who like absolutely crush in the U in anything MMA related. Um, some guys that are really good at hockey, and then some that are good at baseball. But I mean, we have a little bit of everything. So it's just a really great source to find out a one-stop shop for kind of finding out what the odds are, what the odds were, <laughs> um, kind of game time and stuff like that, and then why it is that people are betting what they do, tips and suggestions, stuff like that. Sounds very useful to any gambler out there. I love using the site. I uh, was just introduced to it recently, but it helps tremendously. There is great advice out there. So check out Odd Shark today. And now let's get into some questions. JP, why don't you lead us off? Yeah, so I know, kind of like lighter note of everything, I know you're a big Texas fan. So we want to know a little bit of your thoughts on the new hire at the University of Texas. Um, I think, you know, 
you get excited about, oh, he's coming from Alabama. They're kind of bringing in. I think by himself, Sark coming over by himself, okay, it seemed fun, like a good idea. But then you saw the people that he was bringing with him. You're essentially bringing all of Alabama coaching staff with you to Texas. Now, the big difference with that is you have Alabama talent that is not coming over to Texas. <laughs> and so how much of it was the coaching or how much of it really was that you just had an absolute monster of an offense that just could not fail in any situation. So I think it's a good story. It's good to get excited about. Is it going to translate into anything? I think that we have a really good group of guys on the Texas team now. They were younger this season and it kind of definitely showed in certain situations, um, the lack of experience. But I think with another season under the belt, we saw Sam Ellinger when he got injured on that game. Unfortunately, we saw what the backup quarterback could do potentially. How much of that was a surprise to shock or was it like there's really something there? So I think there's a lot of like question marks rather than answers. And so I'm excited for what the season could bring, but I'm not going to get my hook my hopes up just yet that it's going to be right out of the gate, national championship contenders year one under this new everything. Um, my expectations are limited and I do believe that they can build towards something. Definitely having Sark and the group of coaches that they came that are coming over. That is a really good opportunity for recruits in the future. Uh, I definitely, I think we're going to get more looks than we did probably in the most recent year ever than most recent years. So I, I can see Texas being good in three to five years. I don't think we're going to be outstanding out of the gate year one. I think you bring up a couple interesting points like that Alabama offense. It's kind of like the same thing that goes into like Mac Jones right now. Is he what he is or is right. he helped, you know, cause like you have a receiving room like he had, he has a running back room like he has. Is it him making a lot of these plays or is he just throwing to people who are so open? It's impossible to miss kind of thing. And then exactly. going into kind of a blue blood program, like you, a lot of people like to call Texas, um, a lot of people have expectations where it's your new coach, year one, year two, this needs to be rolling now kind of thing. And I think that's right. some, a lot of coaches for, coming from new places are kind of falling into a trap where they don't have a choice on maybe job security right away because they know one or two years and I may be shipped out and that affects a lot of things they do. Right. So I'm very excited though, but I think it is, they brought in, I think Sarkeesian, he's, I think it's kind of the same situation where after Mac Brown left, it was kind of, Kind of like, okay, who's the next coach that we can grab? And every new hire that we've had, it's been, okay, they've been the best for what we can grab. Not they're the best of in the market, period. They're the best of what we can do. And so hopefully, I think this is the better, the best of the best of what we can get. Of course, we all would have wanted like maybe Urban Meyer. I secretly maybe wanted Urban Meyer a little bit more than others, but yeah. uh, but as a Jags fan also I'm super excited that he's going to the Jags so it's like a win-win for me there but um we'll see what happens yeah I mean so being the college expert that you are you know in the next couple of weeks in a normal year we'd be like oh no it's kind of the dark days football the Super Bowl ended there's no football <laughs> for the next five six months but this year being as weird as 2021 has been we have FCS football you know, so how much are you going to yeah. dive into that as far as content goes? Are you going to pay attention to a lot of it? Are you going to be giving out a lot of picks or what kind of, what do you kind of expect for the spring season for FCS? I've actually never really de uh, been involved in with FCS much. It's fun to watch. Um, there's a lot of good talent there in the league for sure, but it's not something that 
that I want to put my money on. Um, it's definitely more of like a wagertainment rather than, hey, I'm going to be long-term profitable in this. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. When it comes to this time of year, uh, there's PGA going on. I've been playing golf my entire life, so it was kind of an easy transition for me. I've never bet golf until last until 2020 because, hey, sports went away. Golf was the only thing around, but it was really easy for me to get into it because, of course, I've been playing my entire life, so I can understand, okay, what to look for at certain courses, the slope of the greens, how that affects, weather, how does that affect, stuff like that. Um, some of the stats, I didn't have to, like, learn what the stats were. I'm I know. And then like thinking of the long ball hitters and the short game guys and so stuff like that. But so I'm getting into PGA, but then I also really had a lot of fun doing stuff related to the draft. And so I'm definitely not a draft expert. I'm not going to do my own mock draft and try to figure out where all 200 players are going, (laughs) but it's a, there's a lot of prop odds that you can find on who's going to run faster. Who's going to do the, this cone drill or, I mean, stuff like that. So I'm definitely I'm an analytics-based person. So if there's numbers attached to it and some odds, then I'm going to try to probably find a way to bet it. <laughs> I was going to say, do you have a favorite play in golf, whether it's, you know, somebody to make the cut or somebody to make the top 10, or do you like to just go straight on head on, this person's going to win? So I've been, since I've only been doing this, uh, like, I don't know, less than a year. Uh, and then I stopped. As soon as football started, I was like, all right, bye golf. <laughs> but yeah. I found that the – odds the the type of bets that I do well in for the PGA are the full tournament head-to-head um I don't really do well in the single round head-to-head matchups and I think those are a lot harder for me to try to figure out because like my game even my game myself I'm like oh my my putter is hot today but then my driver like sucks ass so it's like (laughs) so it's like you're trying to figure out like if I can't even figure out my own game (laughs) and on day-to-day basis how am I going to figure out a complete strangers but I think full tournament head-to-head is definitely easier to manage I think it's uh I would say more pure uh tailing of a four-day sample size rather than in day-to-day top 20s I do like doing top 20s top 10s and stuff like that but the thing about those is there's that rule that if you have like more than two, three players tied in the top 20, then your, your winnings get split. So essentially you're kind of playing for maybe break even or a small profit. And so if you're not doing, and I don't really do outright winners. Those are, I mean, it's a lottery ticket. Oh, like Kevin, Na, did anybody have Kevin Na to win this week? And if you did, you're awesome because I, he wasn't even on my radar. Um, so stuff like that, but I definitely like the full tournament head to head. It's similar in that to the NFL and the way you bet the NFL. You're very heavy on player props, which we love because that's what we like to play too. The NFL is extremely hard to bet spreads and winners because it's so week to week. Uh, What goes into a player prop for you and what stats do you value higher than others to make those picks? So the reason why I got into player props, I didn't start doing player props until uh, the postseason last season. I've actually never watched. So what's interesting is I've been doing college football like forever just because I lived in born and raised in Texas that's what you do it, I know it like the back of my hand NFL I never was into the NFL because it always was such a defense game and I love offense I like points and you don't get that in the NFL until recent years it's kind of transitioned as you know but I didn't start watching the NFL until 2000, 2015 like literally did not start watching NFL until 2015 <laughs> and like if you told me like I never got to watch Andrew Luck I never got to watch like certain players because it was before my time of watching but um so every season I've already know how to do my college thing that has not changed how I did it in 2012 well not okay not that long ago but how I did it in like 2015 compared to what I'm doing now it's the same thing I haven't really changed my process what I do for the NFL 
has changed every season because I'm still trying to figure out what works for me. And it wasn't until this season that I feel like midway through that I really found what works for me. And what works for me is looking at a matchup through the perspective of a props, of the betting options for props. So it's all kind of correlated to where I'm finding strength versus weakness. That's every time people always ask me, what is it that you do? It's as simple as that. Look for strength versus weakness, college football, golf, no matter what sport it is, you're looking for that. But when it comes to like player props specifically, like, you know, that their weakness, like I took a Tanyan uh, touchdown anytime prop yesterday for the Packers and it didn't, un- he didn't have the touchdown, unfortunately, but he had the yardage. And why? Because you knew that the Rams, they are kind of vulnerable to tight ends, tight as a lot of teams are vulnerable to tight ends. So I ended up, he had his yardage. He didn't have the touchdown. So it was like the right, right thinking, but it didn't have the right outcome. But I think when you're looking at player props, it helps me understand the NFL better. And it kind of sucks because like, I'm terrible at like college props, but I'm good at NFL props. And I think it's because college is just a lot more volatile. Stick to what you know. If there's lots of points, just go like passing. (laughs) Simple as that. Yeah, the national championship game. I saw you played Mac Jones is passing over from. Oh my God, this was like the best bet of like the year. And yeah. I wish I put like every penny that I owned. And it's just one of those situations that I was like, I know this is going to happen. I don't even care. You can't put this number high enough. You're only going to give me 415 yards when Indiana threw for 455. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, unbelievable. So it was just like, there's so, there's diamonds in the rough sometimes. And you just have to like, fire at will and you just go all in and if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out but like situations like that where it's kind of like if it looks too easy it probably is no sometimes it actually really is that easy <laughs> yeah I, we were i was uh we were all watching the game and i was like you guys have got to see what she just put together here and i went through the tweet and stuff so for our listeners could you give us a quick little brief thing on how that went and what you played and up to what yeah, so I ended up doing um, – so actually on the Guys and Bets for Oddshark, we have a Guys and Bets show every Wednesday, and I didn't have – or Thursday, and it was – I didn't have a player – I didn't have a pick for that day. I was like, I have nothing. And I was like, I have no idea what to do for Alabama, Ohio State. We still don't know if, like, Justin Fields is going to play. I was like, I'm not quite ready to give a pick. It's The game's not until Monday. It's Thursday. I was like, nah. But then, like, as soon as, like, midway through the show, I was doing my little study, and I was like, oh, my God, Mac Jones – why are his odds so small for 315? It was like, what? His passing yards was like 300 passing yards or something. Mm -hmm. And no, 355. There you go. His passing yards was that he would have 375 passing yards. And I was like, why is it so small? Like he has hit 400 plus in like nine of his games. And then, uh, who was it? Ohio state. They've only played five games. Two of them, they've allowed for 450 yards. I was like, what are you? And then this is like the number one passing attack in like the country. Come on. And so I was like, odd shark. I told my editor, I was like, are y'all still on the show? I'm here. I'm ready. I have a pick. And they're like, Oh, we just finished. I was like, man. So I like, I got my video propped up and I was like, this is the bet of the week. This is what I am doing. This is what I love. And you know how they have the odds where it's like every 10 yards, it increases. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that's what I did. I was like, okay, 450, uh, 375 yards bet 385 bet 395 bet 405 bet and I did it up until I ran out and it was uh I think it was 400 and oh, crap help me out guys it was 445 or 55 yeah. it was like 450 ish or yeah yards or so right and it was at plus 845 so of course I'm not betting the same mm-hmm. unit on every single 10 
10 yard increment, but I'm betting. So I did like my max bet on the three, 375 yards. No way he's, is he going to not hit this. Mm-hmm. And then little smaller units on each one plus 845. Well, by the time game time rolled around, uh, it's a funny thing is I had people like sending me DMS and questions. His yardage dropped from 375 to 371. Should I be worried? No fire away. I was like, I have no idea why anyone would believe that that's like, why is his yardage dropping is beyond me, but they changed the odds from plus 845 to plus 250. So I was like, haha, that's why it helps to do things early gotcha. because then they catch up. <laughs> they like, oh crap, people are betting this and then they adjust accordingly. But yeah, that was like such a great, great easy bet. And ugh, they don't come around too often. Yeah. And that came a week after the um, and plus it felt 11, yeah. plus 11,000 <laughs> parlay. Plus 11,560. They don't come around too often. <laughs> it only takes Unless one. it's back to back weeks. <laughs> yeah. That was impressive. That was so a lot of that stuff. Like I was looking at that and I was like, there's like eight plays in this and they're all it very. Five. It was actually five. So it was five plays. And so what, okay. So for the people who don't know, it was week 17. And week 17 is really one of those rare situation weeks where you have to look for opportunity of people are trying to one, either break a record or two, hit certain contract agreements to where if they hit a certain yardage, a touchdown pass, whatever it is in their contract, they get a bonus. So it's bonuses and records. So everyone is literally aiming for something. And so you have to take advantage of the situations. So the five that I had was that, um, I don't even remember what they were, but it was like Justin Jefferson would hit his, he was like on target to be the most receiving yards from a rookie. Well, he needed like X amount of yards to hit that. All right, throw him in because one, you're on a passing team playing against a bad passing defense and you're like, what your number is kind of actually pretty reasonable. So you look for situations like that. There's one that I had, um, like Russell Wilson, he needed, he has never had 40 passing touchdowns in a single season before. Of course, he's probably wanting to hit that for his crew just to have under his belt, but you're going up against the Niners who have a really good red zone defense. It's a, I mean, it's, um, it's one of those games. that's a little bit of a tougher matchup that, yeah, he could have it, but it's not like a slam dunk guarantee as you as maybe others would be. So I left him out of it. But the five that I hit, they all, it was like Brady to have two passing touchdowns and cause he needed to hit 40 touchdowns or something like that too. So it was like five situations like that where it's like, all right, you have the stat. It's a really good matchup to where it's a possibility. And then just like close your eyes, fire away. They all did. That's one of those plays that you'll remember forever. And you only, t- it only takes one. So I would love that for ha- to happen to us. So next time we see that plus 11,000 with your name attached to it. I'm- okay. We got to ask leans for the weekend. Uh, what are you looking for when it comes to these player props or maybe just game outright winners? Uh, what are you looking for for the last couple of weeks of the NFL? Uh, to have fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about not so stressed? Like, uh, so a lot of the things that people really don't do is like, there's only two, there's only what, two games this weekend. And then you got the Super Bowl. That's it. For people like me, I don't bet basketball. I don't bet baseball. So my options for betting on things is running out. So I'm not going to max bomb whale alert 10 X everything from here on out because, Hey, I don't really have an, if it doesn't work out, I don't really have an opportunity to make that up next week or the next or the following week. So right now I'm just kind of like, maybe I'll do a player prop. Maybe I'll take a side. I don't know. It's only Monday, but I don't want to fire 
too much because I do want to enjoy the last couple of games that we have left of NFL. And then I transition to something else and my something else is tennis. Um, so, and I don't really bet all of those either. I do just the majors, but so like for Bucks and Packers, I don't even know if I want to touch this game. I actually have a Bucks to win the Super Bowl ticket, but I love Aaron Rodgers. So like, am I going to hedge with maybe taking a Packers money line? I might, but I actually do think that the Bucks are in a good position here to beat the Packers too. So this one, I'm kind of torn right now. People are going to say Aaron Rodgers in the snow. Well, where do you think Brady came from? <laughs> like, he, he's fine. <laughs> like, he, I don't think that's going to be an issue at all. Like, maybe Mike Evans would be, like, the one player that could be affected. One, because he's never made it this far into a postseason. And two, maybe he's never played in the snow either. But, like, I think a majority of the Bucks they should be fine. This total, I don't know. I'm kind of already thinking over, like, they're both – I really don't know what to think about this game. It's too early. It's too early. It's a really good matchup, but the Bills and the Chiefs, and there's a lot of question marks. Is Mahomes going to be healthy? And even if he does come back from concussion protocol, he has that turf toe. So we see, we did see him um, affected by it a little bit. He wasn't able to scramble as much. He was still effective, but he wasn't a hundred percent. So if he does clear concussion, is he going to be, it's going to help him heal because he's not practicing this week from that concussion protocol. So it might be he'll, uh, healed up a little bit, but we don't know. And then what happens if he doesn't pass concussion protocol? Is he not going to play? Does that mean I take bills? Like there's just too many question marks on a Monday to kind of start guessing what you want to do. You right. really have to wait for information is key in sports betting and we don't have it right now. Agreed. Yeah. And I was going to say, you mentioned how you're going to bet tennis kind of after the football season is over. As far as our podcast goes, we have zero expertise in the tennis field. And Australian zero. Open's coming up. Can you give our listeners who want to bet this tournament some tips or kind of what you're leaning towards? Yeah, so tennis, I think out of any sport um, from 2020, the single most affected sport in all of – in everything by not having fans was tennis. Um Everything else, you kind of like, oh, in basketball, you have four other guys there on the floor to kind of help you get through, build up that momentum, get that energy. And in football period, you have 52 other guys to there. You have the coaches. But in tennis, you really don't have that. Um, so it's been super affected. You saw guys who shouldn't have gone deep. They go deep. You saw um, – players having to like jolt themselves up. And so you're looking for the guys who have a really good mindset. You're looking for the guys who have like super good long-term experience. Maybe they've never made it to a final. Maybe they've never made it to even the quarters, stuff like that. You want the guys with experience. And that unfortunately goes to the guys in the top. You want to play the Federers. You want to play the Nadals and the Novak Nokovic's. Those are the players that you want because they have the most experience. They have the strongest mindset. And if they find themselves in a blip, they can mentally get themselves out of it. But I mean, at this early, um, they did push the tournament back to February instead of it should be starting right about now, but because of the COVID situation, they pushed it back. So what's going on is they're doing all the players. They just flew into Australia. They're doing a 14 day quarantine. Um, there's already been positive tests, coaching situations. They can't be there. They're not able to work out. I mean, there's, just, it's so far just like a big mess. <laughs> and so like I right now, I would normally be starting to take some, put some money on some futures pre-draw just because I'm so so familiar with the game but you can't do that right now you literally cannot do that because in two weeks a lot can change in two weeks is there going to be another positive test is a player going to fall out well now because you haven't practiced are you going to get injured 
on the one day that you can practice like a lot of stuff but the players that I'm going to be looking to take I mean Novak of course just like absolutely owns this tournament every year so it's not a surprise that people want to take him he's plus 110 on the features right now but we also saw I don't know if you pay attention to tennis uh frequently but we also saw that it's never a guarantee i had him at the u.s open what happened he got disqualified the one guy that you just like bet the farm on got disqualified for accidentally hitting the linesman like random shit like that can happen and so in a year of covid in a year of randomness do you really want to put big money on something that has such small odds as plus 110 tie up your money for a two-week tournament where there's going to be fans maybe there's not going to be fans and so we don't know so for this i would be looking for maybe some longer shots um like dominic team he's plus 550 that's not really like longer shots in terms of the definition but i mean it's not novak so that's why it's a longer shot he's most likely to face novak in the final and team is definitely a player that can beat novak um so if i am looking to take a futures bet this early then before the draw is released then i would be looking to take a plus money option on somebody like dominic team um he's a player that has he has the game. He has the mindset. We, he had a really great 2020. So um, I haven't bet him yet, but he's definitely going to be somebody that I'm likely putting my money on. But plus 550 is not a bad payday either. You can't complain about plus 550 no matter how de- down, uh, how far down the board it is. Well, it's actually been adjusted. So last year, uh, kind of owned the Australian Open, had a really great tournament betting-wise from that. And we took, well, I, when I say we, it was me, I took <laughs> and I advised people to take uh, an exact final matchup that it was going to be, uh, Novak versus team. Team's odds last year were plus 1,200, and now he's plus 500. So in a year, he's definitely improved both on the odds boards <laughs> and in his game. But yeah. as of right now there's just really no one else like no one is there in the top there's a reason why there's the players in the top three and then the rest (laughs) there's just like no one that can come that can compete as of yet i'm interested in how that worked when that dude hit the ball i forget his name he hit the ball at the linesman and hit her in the throat is that a is that a push because he's eliminated from the tournament or is that a loss because he played it's a loss Wow. See, I don't know if I'd handle that well in tennis. It's just... I did not. Yeah. I went on a Twitter rampage and it was just bummer. And because I had, I had a good chunk on him to win and it was absolutely his. He was going like, I know for a fact, and it's the uh, situations like that too, where he's hit, trying to aim for certain records and this tournament could have gotten one step closer to a record and just, wow. It was just like 2020 gave the big old middle finger again. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. JP, you got one? No, I'm, I'm good on everything. If you have anything that you wanted to talk about or ask us, for sure, um, and Schaefer might have something here. No, there. I was going to say my last question. We just – we love college football so much, and we always <laughs> want to hear everybody's yeah. insight. So, I know it's like seven months from now, but <laughs> do you have an early prediction for next year's champ? Is it going to be Alabama again? Or who probably. It's a basic question, but – and it's an easy answer, but is there anybody else that's like, no, oh, well, Maybe. No, you know what? I actually don't think that it's going to be Alabama. They have, I like, I'm not an Alabama fan, and I think this was single handedly the best Alabama team that we may mm-hmm. ever see under the Nick Saban era, um, offensively at least. Of course, we saw they had flaws on the defense, but who cares when your offense is just so pure? But um, I think they have so many parts that have gone both offense on defense that, yeah, they absolutely can recruit and the next guy up can probably be just as good. But I think this really opens up the door for a team like Georgia 
where you have uh, Jane Daniel, um, Daniels doing another year under his belt, a little bit more experience. This defense, they were a young defense and they were good. And now they're going to have, now they're going to be a little bit older, more experienced. I think Georgia is definitely a team that has an opportunity to kind of step up into the spotlight. Now, whether they do or not, it's a kind of, I feel like I say this every year about, about Georgia. Oh, this is like their year to like show their worth and then they fall, fall flat. Um, but this year really could be a year where they like put it all together. You have the pieces, you have the offense, you have a better quarterback. Now you have a stronger defense. Um, I, that can definitely be it, but no, I am absolutely. And I don't place features bets early, but I did take um, a small little bet on Sam Howell to win the Heisman. He is my absolute favorite quarterback in all of college football. And it's not even close. Oh my God. I love him so much. He is such a, an amazing quarterback. He is just athletic. He has, he is, he's smart. I mean, the, he's, you can see him. He just reminds me so much of Aaron Rodgers <laughs> that yeah. I'm really excited. Like he was a stud in his freshman year. He was a stud in his sophomore year. And I really think that he has an opportunity here. If Mac Brown can get his defense together and maybe put together a few stops that like this team is just like absolutely unstoppable. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Cause you get a lot of talk on kind of like your JT Daniels and your, um, Mac Jones and obviously Justin Fields and things like that. But Sam Howell's kind of been not in that conversation as much. He's kind of been on like the bottom tier of that. But I think his numbers have proven that he can play with anybody in the country, especially like Trevor Lawrence and all those names. Absolutely. But then you saw it also where, I mean, against AM, granted they didn't get the win, but I mean, he had none of his receivers, none of his, he didn't have his number one, number two, number three, number four, number five guys. They were all out because of the draft. And did it matter? Absolutely not. He said, all right, number six, number seven, number eight, number nine, I'm going to throw to you instead. It didn't matter who was on the field. He threw to them, and he looked fantastic doing it. So, I mean, I, this offense is never going to be a question mark. It's going to be their defense of whether – if they can beat a team like Clemson. But, like, he was – Sam Howell was always going to be a quarterback that didn't get the recognition because you're shadowed by Trevor Lawrence. Well, he's gone. So now is your time to shine, bud. <laughs> Make yeah. it do, – do some magic. I'm so excited for that. All right, one final question, and I have to bring it up. You grew up a Texas fan. I grew up a Nebraska fan. And two, mm -hmm. let's, take, let's go back to 2009. It's 12 to 10. Oh, did man. that second run off the clock or did it not? It did, but I want to hear. It did. It did. It did. <laughs> it did. I mean, let's be real here. <laughs> it did. Okay. It, I just did. it absolutely it. did. Yeah, Mac Brown, I, I'll never get that picture out of my head of him holding up that finger. Uh, but I just had to ask about it. I just wanted to hear another perspective. I had – it ran out. I just – I can't get over that game. And I wish we were still in the Big 12, by the I way. think that'll help you sleep at night. It will. I'm going to sleep better today. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to think of times before. And there were also those – and there were also those talks of Nebraska coming, like, okay, leave the Big 10 and yeah. um, go back – I honestly wouldn't mind if that happens. I think let's bring in some new blood. You obviously can't cut it into, you can't obviously cut it into other conferences. Come back to the Big 12. We'll, we'll welcome you. But um, yeah, no, I hope they do. But all right, we touched on a lot. We learned how to bet tennis, which is always a nice thing. Uh, we talked about the weekend. We talked about college football a little bit. We want to thank Pamela for joining the show. Make sure to follow her on Twitter. Again, that's at Pamela M35. Check out Odd Shark. Their picks are great. Pam, thanks for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Okay, thanks again to Pamela for joining the show. Make sure to follow her on Twitter at PamelaM35. Love her picks. That girl can bet uh, mm -hmm. player props, as we said in the interview, plus 11,000 player props. That is a payday or pay of the year. Uh, so if she ever does that again, ride with her. 
Um, she makes great picks. Shout out to Pamela for joining the podcast. We appreciate you. We should have tried to convince her to get into FCS betting, like give everybody. Some <laughs> yeah, she said she's. She talks about how she's a college better, as you just heard. But we didn't talk much about the FCS. The FCS is so back. I'm so We're ready. So that is going to be a big episode for us because we. No, we as we're gonna act like fans. we know what we're talking about. No, listen, we no, always as college it. football fans, we know. Go Dukes. We understand know, a lot of FCS no. stuff, but we don't understand as in depth to go into bet every week. So that'll be a fun episode to prepare for, and definitely a fun one to record. So probably in the next two or three weeks, the games are late February starts. Yeah. So it'll be coming. Okay, now it's time where we open the floor. We have a split podcast here where two guys are better at betting basketball. Then the other two, uh, that would be Reese and Schaefer, better than JP and I. And then there's two guys that understand and know the game of hockey and know how to bet it, and two guys that have no fucking idea, and it's the other way around. <laughs> so we'll open the floor to them, talk and about- you can talk about the NBA or the NCAA. Give them a few games that you guys like together or separate. I don't care. Give them some picks for some basketball. Well, this is Tuesday night, and I hope you get to listen to this tomorrow because right now, I only have tomorrow's lines for you, but I do have That's some, the hardest thing. Yeah, but I do have some great picks for you. My first one is going to be in college basketball. I have a lot of college basketball picks. I might give you one NBA um, just because I've been hotter in college basketball, and I want to give you guys winners. So I'm going to start off with tomorrow, Tulsa plus 12 versus Houston. Houston with that Quentin Grimes. They're a very good basketball team. They're undefe- They have one loss to who? This Tulsa basketball team. Tulsa's won. I believe uh, Tulsa was a hoops. Hoops hot team at one point. They might have. They won somebody. They won me against Memphis this weekend. Uh, and they've won. So, like I said, they won the last time these two teams played. To be a 12-point underdog is pretty disrespectful to how far Tulsa has came. Tulsa is a team that really likes to slow the pace down. They've won a lot of games in the 50s. In the 50s. They won last week 58-57. to They're very good defensively. They won't get into a rush when this Houston team tries to put them in that uh, rush. And here's a little stat for you. Tulsa is 7-2 against the spread in their last nine. They're a very good basketball team. Uh, they could compete uh, at the top of the American Conference. And maybe you see them as a high seed in the uh, NCAA tournament coming up in a couple of months. So, I'm sorry. We gotta, so, we got to switch? No, you I got, got one. I got one that okay. you might be basketball? interested in. Yep, I okay. got a basketball game, I'm thinking. So, tomorrow night, this will be a Wednesday night game. I am looking at the Colorado Buffaloes, who deservingly might be a hoops hot candidate because the way they've been playing, they're playing some of the best basketball Ever since in the country Reese right now. Them, I've seen that they yeah. haven't lost. I, I mean, <laughs> that, but yeah. that game too, there's yeah. a lot yeah. of people on them, but looking at them, they have Washington. Washington is not very good right now. They are not having the season. They thought they are right one and 11. Whoever Washington plays, take the other. They are <laughs> one and 11. Washington might be the worst yep. co- yeah, team in college basketball. They're three and nine ATS. They are one and nine in their last 10 and three and seven ATS. So, they these two teams did play a quote 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 unquote non conference game early in the year. Uh, if you remember the Mohegan Sun bubble early in the year, Colorado won by about twenty five. They are thirteen point favorites tomorrow at Washington. I think with the best player on the floor at Wa- or at Colorado, excuse me, uh, McKinley Wright is definitely something I would lay points with. I think he's a great basketball player. I it's, think it, he the is. The game is in Boulder. No, it is in Seattle. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, then it doesn't matter. Give me the buff. I think I love that. Yeah, I think they're just playing basketball really well right now, and it'd be a weird time to slip up against a team that's this bad. You know, yep. I think they know they've already <laughs> beat them. I think they understand that the first matchup doesn't mean anything. This is now a conference record, so they're playing their best basketball. I would lay the bigger points. Why with in them. the world would it be thirteen? 
Because I think they see it as a home game for Washington in a situation where they already have been beat pretty bad by this team. So maybe they think... They, they've been also... They've kept a lot no, of... No, the correct answer is Vegas, Vegas got it wrong. And I, we're going to win. And it's just, a lock. We're still going to win. Down. They're still wrong. But They've we're just played just saying, a lot of close conference games is why. they played like Cal to a six-point game, Arizona State to a five-point game. So I just think that's Not why. tomorrow. Yeah, no I loss. think Colorado's the play in that one for sure. Um, looking at other ones that I, I think would just be good games, maybe I'll stay away from um, Arkansas and Auburn. Arkansas has been playing good basketball as well. They're five and a half point favorites at home against War Eagle. Um, Arkansas is playing good basketball. They've been solid most of the year, outside of a couple losses where you kind of look at them um, differently. I think that game will be very interesting. They have a chance to win the SEC. Um, Tennessee is also a team within the SEC that's going to give them issues, though. Missouri. Tennessee. Missouri got, as well. Tennessee got beat tonight, right? They got throttled tonight. Throttled by Florida. <clears throat> that hurts. I mean, okay, that's, Reese. Yeah, Reese, you go ahead, man. Go ahead, man. Give me, give me a what, give me One that there. stands out to me, uh, Clemson at Georgia Tech. Uh, Clemson is a dog at plus one here. Uh, they're, and they are 9-2. and two. They're ranked 22 in the country right now. Uh, going to Georgia Tech, Clemson is a very good program. Um, that's where I would lay my bet, the one that stands out to me, at least um, for college trap basketball. Game. He says it's basketball. a trap game, and that's why the line is where it is. Yeah. Vegas knows that, but do they know that we pick the right side of the trap game, and it's still going to be Clemson? We, we're just asking for a win. Okay, I'll give you one more since we're sticking on college basketball before we move into hockey or whatever. I'm going to give you— Not whatever. My... Moving into hockey. <laughs> College or If I have one college basketball conference that I've been winning and I love to watch this year, it has been the Mountain West. I hated them in football, and ironically, I love them in basketball. I could give you about four teams that I think could make the tournament or should make the tournament. One of them plays tomorrow, Boise State, minus 14, or their spread at halftime. I haven't checked yet whether it's 7 or 8 against Fresno State. Fresno State has beaten two non-Division one teams and then beat San Jose State twice. Those are their wins. If you don't know about San Jose State, they are the worst team. We talked about Washington being terrible. San Jose State might be the worst team in the country. They're horrible. They haven't. They beat San Jose State very close. It wasn't impressive. And every loss for uh, Fresno State this year has been by double digits, except for one against Wyoming in a doubleheader. And Boise has the uh, most athletic guy on the court, in Derek Alston. Uh, I don't remember when we were talking about hoops hot last week. I don't know if I mentioned him. He is an NBA caliber player. He's 6'10". He can shoot the basketball. He's very long. He will be, like I said, the most athletic man on the court, and it's going to show tomorrow against a very poor Fresno State team. Can't teach 6'10". Can't teach height. No. That sounds like NBA caliber. Don't even have to play With defense. A huge vertical, too. NBA, ABA, VBA, whatever we just made up earlier, he can play in all three of those because he's 6'10". And you don't have to play defense. Just as long as you can shoot. Be in the NBA. But unless you're Steph Curry and LeBron, fuck. Okay, <laughs> let's go to hockey. Edmonton and Toronto. That is Wednesday. We love this game. JP, go ahead and give your pick. Uh, reminder, Edmonton won yesterday, which was Monday, 6-4. to four. Correct. And Edmonton's 1-3. Yeah, so this game is interesting to me for the simple reasons that you have some of the best young superstars in this game um, Facts. playing in this game. Game and game. Two different phrases. They're in this game. Yep. In this game. They're in exactly. the game. Exactly. <laughs> but this is, this is going to be interesting. This is in Toronto. Um, Edmonton is 1-3. They're starting out slow. They're not playing you know, their best hockey. On the flip side, Toronto is 3-1. and one. 
I think these two teams are interesting for a lot of reasons. They both are able to put up goals. That's what they're known for. Edmonton did have an issue with Montreal earlier this week Earlier this week with putting up goals, but Montreal plays a very good defense, defensive style of hockey. And over-under at 6.5 does not scare me. And I do think this could be a 4-3, 5-4 um, game. I think as well that I might stay with Toronto in this one. I'd take the 150 and just kind of rock it that way. I wouldn't take puck line here because you know how empty netters can go and things like that. I think this would be a very good game, but I'm excited to watch uh, McDavid, you watch Matthews. Over? I would take Toronto. Toronto just money line? Yeah, I would take them that way. Well, I don't mind it, but fuck that. I'm taking the puck <laughs> line. I think Toronto bounces back huge here. I think they win like 5-2. Uh, Toronto is 1-3. They're due for a puck line win, so give me Toronto by two tomorrow and we get the empty netter that makes it two or they, it's just for cash it's just a little gold to uh to secure the bet yeah and toronto's one slip up on the year was um at ottawa in the first meeting between those two they lost five three but they had a situation where they're not known for playing defensive hockey as well and you can see that that wasn't too um glorious of hockey out of them but they've put up three in their last two games one against ottawa one against winnipeg but i think they'll start out this series red hot so i think they'll win this game but i'm not sure if i'd lay the puck line but i'm very excited to watch it because this north series is going to be or this north division is going to be awesome to watch yeah no we love the all canada division there's going to be a lot i think there's eight battle of alberta matchups which is just great for fans and great for hockey in general there's always 20 fights in those games uh so we love that let's go to another game that we wanted to talk about flyers bruins this is thursday night so if you're listening on wednesday you lucked out you have another day to place it Flyers, Bruins, Bruins are struggling on mm-hmm. offense. They can't. They have not scored a goal in five-on-five hockey all year long. Yeah, and that's not something you would think with the Bees. I mean, they have one of the best lines in hockey um, with Marchand. Except line. for you, fuck you, Marchand. <laughs> Didn't um, they beat Washington the other day though? Yes. Yeah. But they. Or that was no, sorry. That no, was, that was, that was Pittsburgh. That was, sorry, sorry. Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. The shootout. Me and my hockey knowledge. So we're thinking. All right, now, team, <laughs> without, with this game being a decent ways out, I think it's interesting for a couple reasons. Um, Philadelphia just got exposed a couple nights ago and then came back wow. and won. What was that? Yeah, they but they came back and won tonight in a shootout. Um, Elliott played really well. He was the one that came in for um, Hart earlier. Ugh, words are hard. Carter Early, Hart. Yeah, yes. Carter Hart um, earlier. And it's nervous. That's crazy no. that that's the hockey name you could mess up too. Yeah, there's so know. many I just options. Fumbled. It's like Carter Hart. Like, that's, <laughs> damn, sorry, Carter. I just fumbled, but yeah, Jack Eichel and the boys had a night with them uh, last night, and then tonight we're shut out by um, Elliot and the Flyers, who play an up-tempo style of hockey. They like to score goals. They put up six, five, the one obviously with Buffalo, and then three of tonight. So they have been playing solid hockey. The Bees are an interesting situation. I mean, if there was a game for them to score goals on five on five, it'd be this one, you would think. You know, with the competitive and flying style of Philadelphia and them giving up 3.6 goals a game. So I think there is a chance for the Bees to score here, but I think this is going to have to be their rebound game. Also, I don't mind looking at St. Louis and San Jose. This is Wednesday night. It's tomorrow, tomorrow night. Never, like second guess when betting the over in this game when these two teams match up it's a ton of goals i think it was nine or ten the other night between the two of them uh san jose always a threat to score at any time in the game it doesn't matter stretch passes that's their that's their thing evander kane that dude can he, he doesn't have, he doesn't have any money uh but he can score the, the mm-hmm. puck 
Uh, St. Louis, not a bad team, which that sucks because nobody likes the Blues unless you're a Blues fan. Uh, but they put up goals as well. So look at the over tomorrow night, St. Louis and San Jose. Now it's time for Reese and Schaefer. Reese, to, gonna, Reese you're going to go my, first yes, because yours is, in, yours is in stone. We just need your statement. They're going to pick a hockey team right now, and this is a team they have to cheer for. They have to follow. If I ask them a question about it, they better know it. Uh, Reese, who is your NHL hockey team? Well, for this year, since the Kraken are uh, not a team, once they're Which around, franchise? I'm taking that one. Uh, this year, we're taking the San Jose Sharks. Uh, I mean, just to just a badass mascot right there. It's a great white shark. Uh, it's a great name. They're three and zero against the over this year. I mean, come on. I told what I just say. They 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 can score. Evander Kane cannot handle finances. Can score the puck. Mark that down. Uh, Reese is a Sharks fan. There you have that. Now I don't know what's about to come out. Of this I don't know. That was boring. The Sharks. All right, Vander Kane. I just told you. Vander Kane. There you <laughs> go. It's very player. This is what we're gonna do. We have a wheel with all thirty-one NHL franchises on it. We are going to spin it. Spin the wheel. Whoa, 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 hold and on, hold on. If I get a Canada team, can we skip that? No. Why? Oh, what do you? What do you got against Canada? I love my great what the fuck, country, eh? the yeah. United States of America. It, this is their sport. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Is it, though? Is it, though? Four and right, juniors. Ahead. You want to spin it? Or what do you want? So that's, you get we're two s- rules. We're skipping Canada. Okay. That's all. That's the only rule. No Canadian teams. Any other ones you don't want, for sure. Nope. I hope I get Dallas. I'm not just sure to be funny with parks. Because while the right. wheel is spinning, spinning. I'll, I'll like that. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three. Chicago. It's, it's Chicago. Spinning. It's spinning. Chicago. Come on, baby. Stars. Oh, Panthers. Yeah, Panthers. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Send the kid. That, is, right. there you go. that was about as anticlimactic as it could be. I've actually, ever... the only game I watched the other day was Pittsburgh versus Washington. There's I'm already a fan. Schaefer is a Pittsburgh Penguins franchise fan or a team? No, I don't like their minor league team. I just like the Penguins. Okay, the uh, Penguins. He That's his team, and the reason why is because it landed on the wheel. Are you not here? It landed on the wheel. That's his reason. So he's a Penguins fan. So now we have representatives from the Sharks, the Stars, the Penguins, and the Blackhawks. Wow. What what divisions are these teams in? <laughs> yeah, I say, I was so saying, I can know if on, I gotta kick some ass. What's or our record? This, what's man. our record? I gotta, meaning oh, their divisions. What have we, we gotta do. We gotta do conference what divisions have this year. We started. Oh, what divisions it's, we it's, got? Are you talking about their divisions this year or regular? Just years? all this year, all time. I don't know. <laughs> How many Stanley Cups do we have? <laughs> Do the Sharks Seriously? have any? The Sharks I, have none. I bet Sharks have none. Did the kid have an MVP? Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh's got to have so many. Yeah, oh, what yeah. do you mean? I didn't oh, know yeah. we were jumping into a boat that was already sinking. Well, yeah, hey, we're on a two-game winning streak. Shaver's a bandwagon. Right? I picked a shot. Playing New York You notice how Friday. fast it turned to weed? <laughs> okay, yeah. the divisions. Reese, the San Jose Sharks in the this year are in the West. Taking the West. Fuck everybody else. They're with Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, who's the favorite to win the state. I don't like Cup. Colorado. <laughs> Good. Me neither. Reese, uh, Reese. Los Angeles, Minnesota, St. Louis, and Vegas. That's a great... Hey, you already knew... Did you know that they were only in one cup and it was recent? That, that's I did know had, that because right? um, old Camper Catholic alumni Jacob Belt is a San Jose Sharks fan. Shout out, well, shout out to actually, Jake we kind of just started a rivalry because the last... Carolina. The last, the only cup. Every guy in high school. Yeah. The, giving up our information, Reese. The only cup the Sharks were in were actually a 2015-16 loss to Pittsburgh. I knew that. Yeah. I, I was waiting to brag about that. That's why Fuck I knew that. Schaefer. So okay. now me and Reese have this rivalry going on. Pittsburgh's in the East. There was Boston, Buffalo, yep. New Jersey, New York, New York, Philadelphia, and Washington. 
They do have actually the cool. They might have one of the coolest logos in NHL. Who? Pittsburgh. Some people would beg to differ. How they're, is Minnesota like in the logo? West and not in the Central? Because it's weird. They had to divvy it up as much as possible. Carolina. It, it, it's, it's, it's like really fucking weird. Memphis being in the West for the NBA. I don't get that either, man. Like they're, they're on the East Coast. Well, yeah, the coast, know. but they're out East. It's it's all weird. It's all... It's a corona year. If you were dumb and you didn't know that the Caps were in D.C., then you would say, why oh, is we Washington got in the East? Okay, yeah. yeah. But we're not dumb, though. We're not dumb on this podcast. No. I, don't know. I knew that shit. Malkin? Evgeny? 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 Malkin. That's my guy. No, that's not. I actually don't even know all the positions in hockey. We got to go through the roster and try to pronounce them all. (laughs) Carter Hart failed earlier, so I can't imagine this is going well. I had a fumble of every word. Reese, stick to Evander Kane. It's probably the easiest and the cleanest. Why should I know that name? Uh, Who did he play for? No, he played for the Sharks. Well, no, but I'm saying before that. He played for the Sabres. <laughs> That's it, dude. Uh, they don't move yeah. around like the. Are you talking about? It's, it's the hockey. Are you thinking Patrick Kane? I, like I should know that. No, not, no, not Patrick. I know <laughs> Kane. You said you should know uh, the name. Like, I feel I'll like a banger Kane is a more familiar name. I'll tell you why. You, you know why? Because Barstool Sports did a at-home interview with him in their version of Cribs, oh, uh, and we probably uh, watched the video yeah, together. There we go. That was when he had <laughs> money. Banger. That's a banger. Who does he play? I know he plays for. Schaefer, you should have a favorite player, and he's probably one of the greatest hockey players of I all said, time. I said, send the kid. Devin Dubnik is my Shout out, Daryl. Let's go. <laughs> Devin Dubnik. Dubnik, Dubnik. <laughs> Brent Burns has one At least one, I know a guy on my picture. team. Reese don't uh, know anything about his I team. I got Evander Kane. Oh. Eric Carlson, he's good. Eric Carlson. Brent Burns, very good. Yeah. Logan Couture. Hey, guys. Yeah, still that was close. <laughs> Patrick Merlot. Yeah. Merlot. Merlo. <laughs> that guy's Canadian. Is he? Please tell me he is. Probably. Uh, what else we got on here? Nikolai, that guy says it on a fucking vowel. Try this his name. Try this one. Frederick. This Hand- reminds me of. Mark. <laughs> this reminds me of the SNL skit with Chance the Rapper. Hand- He's Mark. like, yes, that's an S, K, and a J all together, so that's a nope. <laughs> What's that TikTok where the guy's trying to pronounce a word and he's like, none of those those letters make those Colonel. sounds. It's like Colonel. Colonel. He no, goes, he's, no, yeah, it's spelled Colonel. He's like, he's like, none of these letters make that sound. <laughs> C-O-L-O-N-E-L. How the fuck do you get Colonel that? Uh, yeah. So who you have players to name for us? Players just, to try and name? No, I'm other good. than Malkin. I'll learn it tomorrow. He's he's looking at his <laughs> right But now. he's I, nervous. I'll he's putting him in a Google Translate. We got a big game Friday. I'm worried about that. <laughs> I'm worried about our we. game against the Dodgers. Okay, so now everybody has a hockey team, and we can all follow along. That pretty much wraps up everything we have to talk about this week. Uh, big games in the NFL. Remember, we think it's going to be Packers-Bills in the Super Bowl, based on our picks. Uh, correct? Right? Do you guys yeah. all pick? I, I don't have a pick for that Kansas City game. I We'll figure that out at a later no time. No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> Nobody. Uh, Bills Magic also... Uh, the, if the Chiefs miss like two or three field goals, like those guys in Buffalo might be investigated for like tapping their TV. Yeah, those videos I know that's big are, on that's social media. Impressive. That's like, cool. They like tap their TV when the when anybody playing the Bills they is even, kicking and they miss it every time. Did Probably you hear those kickers have watched? They even the, they yeah. even like called it. They go wide left, wide left before yeah. he even does it. Wide left. Yeah, no. So yeah, those guys might that. be investigated, yeah, but it's a big weekend in the NFL. Jackasses. Oh. Uh, <laughs> One week, what is there? Is there a one week break before the Super Bowl this year? Yeah, I mean, there always usually is. So yeah, I, know. I would, I I would assume so. I, no, I would, I would assume so. Especially okay. with Corona, they need another week. 
Big Week, tell us on Twitter, through DM, through message, or just post it online. Tell us who you think is going to be in the Super Bowl, who you think is going to win, whether or not our picks suck. And if you say that, then you're wrong. And you're probably going to lose your money. But we appreciate you joining us very much. Remember to download the Vigit app today. Use the code. It's just money for a thousand free coins if you haven't. If you haven't, what the fuck are you doing? Download the app and use it. It's fun. All right. We'll see you next time. Deuces. Play Have me on the asset social. Lord, you over royalty.